The podcast that you're listening to is being presented to you with the cooperation of the SJ Network. If you're a person who needs a publicist and you want to appear on podcasts, contact Stephen Joyner at s-j-network.com. Let's get on with the show. Why are you wearing leggings and a headband? Because today's guest, Carmel Jean-Francois, is talking to the Sherpa about fitness. I'm sure it will be a workout. Well, it's not a workout for us because we're voiceover bots. We don't perspire. But, the Sherpa certainly does. He should see a doctor. I don't think you're supposed to sweat actual ravioli. Attention rebels of the Sherpolution. Today's podcast is being brought to you by Audible. You can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash Sherpa. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And now Mr. Bruce will lead you into the Sherpa Chalet. As a reminder, a podcast from this high altitude might make you think the Sherpa is funny. Welcome to Too Many Podcasts, the podcast about podcasts. Now, podcasting from the Sherpa Chalet on Mount Podcastia, he's your host, Jim, the Podcast Sherpa. Hey there, Rebels, and welcome to another episode of Too Many Podcasts. Me, who's me? Jim, the Podcast Sherpa, right here. Listen. That was me making all that noise. Hello. Hi. So, who's our guest today, Sherpa? Who's our guest today, Sherpa? I can tell you that. She is a personal trainer and a beach body coach and a writer and a blogger and a very energetic guest. She was such a pleasure. Her name is Carmel Jean-Francois. And he's got the best smile. You're not going to be able to see it on the podcast, of course, because it's just audio. But take my word for it. Wonderful guest. Really interesting conversation that we had about fitness and nutrition. I really like what she had to say and makes a lot of sense too. So let's have a listen to my conversation with Carmel Jean-Francois. Hello there, Rebels. We are in the fitness room at the Sherpa Chalet. And finally, I have a fitness expert right (laughs) at my very disposal at the other end of this Zoom call. Her name is Carmel Jean-Francois. A name just as pretty as her million watt smile that she's got. You guys can't see it because it's audio only, so ha ha, you lose. <laughs> but she's a super nice lady, and we are going to get to know her and about her business, and she's going to help us out with uh, getting healthy and getting fit. How you doing, Carmel? I'm wonderful. I'm excited to be here, excited to meet you officially, and um, excited to share whatever it is that you need me to share. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How long have you been into fitness? I've been into fitness almost 20 years, maybe maybe a little bit longer. Were you heavier when you were younger or did you always stay athletic? Were you athletically inclined? I was always, I was, I grew up a tomboy. Okay. <laughs> I always wanted to be in sports. I always wanted to do something, but I was never, I, I like my parents couldn't afford to put us in any type of organized sports or anything. So I just was the tomboy in the neighborhood and I do have a twin sister and I was always known as the fat twin. And now I go by the fit twin, <laughs> but I was, I wasn't heavy and by and no means was I fat, but I was the fat twin compared to my sister. She, my 
twin, she was so slim. And um, I always had a problem with eating and my weight. And um, as I got older, I think, you know, um, through puberty and me getting really into my fitness and learning how to eat, I got very, very slim. And um, I wouldn't say slim, but more lean toned. We should uh, let our audience know uh, a little bit about your qualifications here. I mean, I see you are a motivational speaker. You are the founder and CEO of Seafit Coaching, LLC. We'll talk about that a little bit. And you are certified as an NASM personal trainer. You're a certified spinning instructor. You're a medical exercise specialist. You're a pre and postnatal exercise specialist and a beach body coach. Yes. And you also have a blog. <laughs> yes. Fit to Motivate. Correct. And you are also an author called Women of Color Who Boss Up. Yes, I appreciate you like knowing all that. Yes. <laughs> it's funny because. When you're doing your coaching, you know, you've got to motivate people. But when you're writing something, what motivates you to write like that? I always regretted not taking creative writing and literature in college. And um, I feel like I just, I, I, I can write. I feel like I can write. So with that said, um, of course, it's just, a, it's, it's a different way of communicating. I feel like I can reach a different type of audience through my writing and just putting my thoughts and my words together. Like I, like you said, I'm a motivational speaker and I have to write down what I'm speaking about and I can transfer that into storytelling and, and my thoughts and my wisdom and my experience. And I could sum that all up on a page and I feel lucky that I can do that. I know not everybody can put words down on paper like that. People say that putting words into action, I mean, I'm sure they're going to read your blog or your book and they see some of your videos on Instagram. I, I'm working up a sweat just watching you work out sometimes, <laughs> I think. It's so funny that you say that. The other day I was on Instagram and I see, I see fitness people, professionals, athletes doing things that I'm like, oh my goodness, how do they get their bodies to do what they do? And I'm like, I pick up a dumbbell and people get impressed. I, 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 the level of it, but also at the other spectrum of it, I'm more normal than the, the athlete that can jump and do triathlons and things like that. So so I feel like there's a place for everybody. But thank you for saying that. I, I love to exercise and I'm I'm blessed with the fact that I love to exercise because not everybody does. Yeah. It's a struggle for a lot of people. <laughs> I was gonna say your fitness level must be really, really high. I mean being a, a beach body trainer. Because I know some of those courses, like I've, I've taken some of the P90X and uh, <laughs> Infinity and T25. And others, yeah, I have a lot of stamina for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your P90X is what is is really the program that got me into Beachbody. I can't get enough of P90X. I feel like I've been doing P90X for about 15 years. It's always my go-to exercise. I've done the program twice over. And it's always one of my go-to exercises when I know I want to get very muscular lean and fit. I do that. Now, just to clarify, I'm not a Beachbody trainer. I wish I was, but I'm a coach. I'm a Beachbody coach. And what that means is that I can tell people about the programs and I can guide them through and I can also um, sell the, the products and things like of that nature. So, But I do pride myself in, in being affiliated with that company. I think it's a great company. 
And at least you're comfortable enough to do the workout. It's kind of like, well, you're on your own. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because I do offer people, I'm like, you want me to do it with you? I get really, really excited when somebody else finds one of those programs because I love the program so much. (laughs) Tell me a little bit about C-Fit Coaching. C-Fit Coaching actually was born um, in the time of COVID. And in C-Fit Coaching, it's, I've, I've done similar types of programs with VC as C-Fit in the past with friends. What it is really is um, it's a coaching program that provides support, not only exclusive to women, but women tend to gravitate towards um, what I have to offer. And I'm grateful for that. And so what I do is I provide a support group and I don't want it to sound like therapy, but in a lot of ways, there's so many emotional pain wrapped up in somebody's physical appearance and what they feel about themselves, how they walk around, around with the weight or lack of weight. And it's really incredible. So what I've been able to offer is support, encouragement, motivation, a group, a community of other people pretty much going through the same disparities as as they are when it comes to their fitness and even their physical appearance and their health. What do you think is the biggest problem for people who really want to get started with an exercise program? Do you think that they kind of go a little gung-ho and that's why they give up so quickly or they just aren't following through from the beginning and then it just kind of becomes like a, well, I tried it and now I'm done with it. And it didn't work. I, I feel like there's definitely that aspect. So what you said, Jim, regarding um, <clears throat> they just go gung-ho, I always tell somebody, I work out every day. I do because I love it. It's like me waking up and brushing my teeth. But I, when people are just starting out, I recommend, listen, just do three days. If they go gung-ho, do six or seven days, then they will, they will burn themselves out And they'll be like, oh, no, I wasn't seeing results fast enough. I tell everybody ease into it. Three days, I feel, is is, um, very recommended for you to start a fitness program. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, knock it out, feel good, feel confident. As soon as you start building up that confidence and you start seeing some type of results, then yes, they can probably start adding in more depending on how much they like the fitness regimen. And of course, nutrition plays a huge, huge part of it. And then there's another aspect to it, Jim, that people just kind of feel like they don't have the support. I always tell people, whenever you do um, embark on a new fitness journey, tell everybody because they're either going to, they're they're not either going to, they're going to be your support system. They're going to be the ones that say, hey, listen, you said that you wanted to lose weight. You're you're eating a chocolate bar. What's up? So they'll call you on the things that you already said that you're going to do. So I feel like lack of support is a big reason why people don't follow through with what it is that they say that they want to do. And then they don't see, they don't see results as quickly. I think the media has a big part in that. They're like, lose 20 pounds in two weeks. And for the person who doesn't lose 20 pounds in two weeks, they say, something's wrong with me and it's not working and they give up. That's so funny that you brought that up. I was going to say, you know, there are probably some great exercise programs out there that they can try, but that, that delusion, you know, that the whole body thing, like, look at that guy, he lost, you know, so much weight and I can do that too. But Well, that's a good motivator, but, you know, everybody's different and, you know, you don't know how strictly these people were working out or what the fitness level was beforehand. So that's really another thing, too, uh, with sticking with the program. Some people may go too hard in the beginning. Like, 
the, the Beachbody stuff, some of those classes are hard. If you yeah. haven't exercised in a long time, you jump into like a P90X or, or Insanity, you're going to get slapped with reality really fast. <laughs> yes, and it might be discouraging for the average person. <laughs> it might be discouraging. And some of these exercise programs, they warn you about that in the beginning and they tell you to take it on your own. You're not comparing yourself to us if you might not be at our fitness level. But when you're watching somebody on screen really do their thing, you want to do the same thing. So it's hard not to try to keep up. There's a certain like little competitiveness in us that always kind of creeps up, even if we don't want it to. And we try to compete with whoever it is that we see on the screen. So, so yeah, that's another aspect to it. I'm in my last week of finishing a program on Beachbody as we speak. So I'm in my last week. It's called Nine Week Control Freak. And the program starts in the first week. It is very beginner's level where some people were um, going to social media and saying, what's up? This, this program is so easy for the more advanced for the more advanced athletes. And the creator of that program had to go on and say, this is nine weeks. I'm starting you off at the beginner. Trust me, by the time you get to the end, you're going to be huffing and puffing. And I have to, I have to confirm what she said because I am in my ninth week and I'm, I can, I can't keep up practically. And I feel like, And if I didn't go through the first eight weeks, there's no way I would have been able to pick this up from there. So she, as a trainer, was able to see that people just jump right in and probably hurt themselves and get discouraged. And she was able to create something where I will lay the foundation for you. So by the time you get to the ninth week, you can knock this out. So you're a personal trainer also. Yes. So how how would you, let's say I was uh, new to wanting to start getting fit and everything like that. How would you start me out? I would start you out with basic, basic um, exercises. I would see, the first thing I always ask anybody are, do you suffer from any aches and pains, any joint pains and things like that? I always go into nutrition because it's interesting. My passion is exercise. I love to get physical, but people always start asking me about nutrition. So what did I have to do? I had to go learn about nutrition. And so I always ask, Ask about their nutrition. What on a typical day? What do you eat? And things like that. So I try to always incorporate the nutrition in with the exercise. So I do try to see where you are physically, and I start you off with very very basic exercises. I try to get your core engaged and and things like that working, so that we can build that foundation and then take it up from there. And I always tell them. You have to be patient with yourself. You have to be patient with me. I'm still learning you and you still are learning you as well to see where your strength levels are. And and then I start to increase um, everything that we're doing just so that I can see how tough you can take it. And then um, until we're able to go all out. And I love going all out because I love the physical aspect to it. (laughs) I'm thinking like since you uh, actually are experienced with working with women before and after they have their babies and getting into shape and everything like that. Do you kind of treat your new clients almost like pregnant women? Cause there's, there's kind of like a, a gentleness that you have to go. You can't like, push them too hard, but like, let's see what you can do. Actually. And I tell everybody this, a woman when she's pregnant is actually at her strongest. The hormones in a woman's body when she's pregnant makes starts making her body super strong and resilient to other things in protection to to protect that baby and in preparation for birth. So uh, a pregnant woman, I will not treat tenderly. 
simply because I know that she's strong. I will treat her like any other client. I will start slow, see where she is, and then take her from there. <laughs> you mentioned the word nutrition. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. <laughs> so what I was touching on before was, when, like I said, I was like, hey, let's work out. Hey, I can give you exercises. And they were like, okay, great. What should I be eating for dinner? And I'm like, shucks, I don't know. My nutrition wasn't even up to par. I got to tell you, I was eating uh, everything bad. I just knew that I could work out enough to counterbalance it. And But over the years, being asked questions about nutrition, I've learned um, that every meal should contain protein. I've learned that you should be eating a few hours um, in between each meal and not each meal should be 500 calories. Uh, you do need to... It, take it down a little bit, not eat till you're full. You know, the basics, and it's the basics that people don't remember, and it's the basics that people tend to kind of ignore, and the basics are probably are, are really there for a reason. Everybody kind of knows these rules for a reason because they, they, they work if you implement them. And people always try to look for ways out. Well, maybe I can have my ice cream and have a six pack. And there are ways that you can, yes, but not every night. Don't do the ice cream every night. Don't do the fried chicken every day. Don't do the cupcakes all the time. That's where people kind of like falter because there's a lot of it around us too, especially if you have children in the home. Walk me through what your eating habits are like throughout the day. Like what you would hope that your clients would follow. I'm just like as a basic sample. Okay, so I, I start off my day with um, uh, my breakfast is usually more often than not is a smoothie. I either uh, mix greens myself with a series of other um, ingredients like coconut milk and things like that to inc incorporate the fats, the carbohydrates, and the proteins that I'll need for the course of my day. Um, and a snack will be a mix of protein and carbs like banana and walnuts, fresh banana and unsalted, un uh, unsalted, unprocessed walnuts. And um, I'll have that so that I have a good mix of protein and carbs. And then lunch will be something a little bit heavier. I'll have maybe ground turkey with sweet sweet baked potatoes. I try to lay off of um, the oil when I'm cooking. And I'm very mindful of the type of oil that I'm using because each oil plays a different, um, diff diff something each oil plays a different part in our bodies, like the coconut oil and the olive oil and the avocado oil. Uh, so I'm very conscious of which what I'm cooking with. And I'm also very conscious of my activity level after my meal. I know that in the evenings, I'll tend to eat a little bit more because I get up very, very early in the morning to run. I don't consume anything before my run. So I know the previous night, I would have to have fed myself enough carbohydrates. So that usually includes like steamed brown rice um, with, with like a, a baked chicken or even um, um, salmon. Salmon and broccoli and sweet potatoes are my go-to pre-race, my pre-race dinner, I want to say, but the dinner the night before. So things like that. So 
I'm very, very conscious of how I cook. I make sure that everything's baked or broiled, not too much oil. Um, recently I've been able to cut down on salt because I'm a salt fanatic and I'm a sugar fanatic. And I've finally been able to kind of find a balance. It took me a long time. And the sugar thing is something that I would joke to everybody about. Be like, oh, I, I'm addicted. I would, I would skip dinner just because I wanted to have an extra cupcake. <laughs> and I was proud to say it, but that's not good. <laughs> So I've been able to find a balance and only recently, Jim, and I'm really, really excited about finding my sugar balance. And I found in cutting back on added sugars, I've also been able to cut back on salt. And so I'm I'm in a good place right now. (laughs) It took me a long time, but I'm in a good place. What are your feelings about diets? Do you think diets really work? Is it just really learning to just adjust the way that you eat? So that, you know, you're going to stick with it. Diets don't work. And it's exactly what you said, bingo. It's learning how to adjust what you like to eat so you can stick with it. The first thing I tell my clients, I don't believe in diets. I believe in seeing what you're eating, tweaking it and making it work. Some things will have to be substituted. Some things will have to be knocked out completely. Some things will have to be implemented. New things will have to be introduced. I start with seeing what it is that you're eating. What can we keep out of your your um, nutrition regimen already? What can we keep and what can we swap out? I believe in that wholeheartedly. You know, you see these people where they say, well, I'm going on a diet and then they just eat this and they restrict their calories or, you know, they avoid you know, certain types of fat and then they look fantastic. And then what happens? They go, well, I look good. I can start eating a little bit of junk here. And then all of a sudden, boom, they look like they need to go on a diet again. Yes. And I'm a victim of it. I'm, de- I'm, I'm, I'm a victim of it. I'm not ashamed to say. And um, that took me a long time to get out of as well. I feel like I finally found that balance. And again, it took me a long, long time to find that balance. But it's true. People will restrict their carbohydrates. And I never tell anybody to restrict their carbs. I'm like, that's your energy. You need it. It's just a, a matter of finding the balance, finding the right pairing of foods, the carbohydrates to the, to the protein. Um, and everything else in between, especially your vegetables and how to fill yourself up without feeling full and, and feeling like you need extra. And that's uh, vegetables come a long way. How to flavor your foods without salt, without sugar, without extra condiments. There's herbs, there's spices, there's so many good things that nature gives us that we just totally ignore because Thai chili sauce tastes better, you you know, like, but we don't give things a chance or we don't even learn about these things. And then we we just be, and so we don't incorporate it in our meals. Do you have a favorite kind of meal that you can't live without? So I always would joke that chocolate is a part of my life every day. And it's true, chocolate is very much a part of my life. But since I found the balance with with sugar, I've been able to kind of like, okay, I could do chocolate maybe every other day. Recently, I found this recipe. It's a it's a Moroccan um, turkey bake that I keep telling everybody about. And that food, that <clears throat> dish, 
I make it at least once every other week and I make a batch. So I have it for a couple of days and I freeze it. It's absolutely delicious. It incorporates a lot of, it, it has raisins and sweet potatoes and even apples and it has ground turkey. And I, I it's just a good mix of spices in it as well. So yeah, that's right now, that's the meal that I cannot live without. <laughs> so if people want to work with you, what, what do they have to do? What's probably the best course of action? The best course of action is um, to email me. My website is up. However, it's um, under construction right now. I still have a lot of things to swap out and change and add, but they can reach me on my um, carmel at cfitcoaching.com. That is my email address, carmel at cfitcoaching.com. I am on Instagram. I spend a lot of my time on Instagram, more there than Facebook. And my Instagram handle is um, cfitcoaching. One word, C fit coaching and C is just the letter C F I T coaching. And, um, on Facebook, I'm under my name, Carmel Jean-Francois, and I do have a private Facebook group fit to motivate. And that also is the name of my blog. Okay. I feel like I'm all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) And she's definitely like, like I said, on Instagram, just watching some of those workouts is just unbelievable. Now being a, a motivational speaker as well, what motivates you and how do you motivate your clients to keep up the good work? What do you think is like the best motivator? Or you think it's just different for everybody? I I definitely feel it's different for everybody. And how I really got into fitness, because there was a period of my life where I wanted nothing to do with fitness. I'm I'm a black belt. And after I got my black belt, life just got in, in the way. And and I just, I didn't want anything to do with, with exercise. And I stayed that way for about nine years as an adult. And I didn't want anything to do with exercise. I ended up getting into a very, very bad car accident where I broke many, many bones <laughs> and um, surgery and everything. And as I got better, I, I, my, doctors, my doctor said, hey, listen, do yourself a favor. Don't cut back on the calories. Right now, your body needs the calories in order to help itself heal. And I said, okay. So as I started eating, I noticed that hmm, I don't want to gain weight either. So let me just um, get into a little bit of uh, movement, exercise. I had a broken foot. I had a broken hip. Um, um, the tendons in my hands, I, I severed the tendon in my right hand. Um, I was all broken up. But as I started moving, uh, my doctors were amazed at how quickly I was healing. So now I was very motivated to help myself heal even more quickly. And that's when my love of fitness and nutrition came into play because of what the doctor said. Hey, listen, feed yourself. Don't deprive yourself of the nutrition or or the calories because your body needs it to help itself heal. So I obtained this newfound respect for fitness, a newfound respect for nutrition And then as I'm healing, I started seeing all the things that my body can do. So what motivates me is the fact that I am 46 years old and I can move the way I can. And and the fact that other people are now looking up to me. So they motivate me as much as I motivate them. When somebody says, Carmel, how do you do it? That motivates me to do it even better. When I get a new client and I say, let's do this together and I'm really excited for them, I literally do it with them. My sister has a condition, endometriosis. It's a common um, condition with women. And I said, let's do it. She, She got a diet book to help herself heal naturally. I said, let's do it together. I love to jump on board with my clients, with the people that I care about that are going through a nutritional fitness journey. I learn 
I'm motivated. They get motivated. It's all inspiring. It's all around good. I have fun and I, I achieve, I achieve results with them. So it's good. It's all good. <laughs> Once again, tell, tell me a little bit more about your book. Okay. The book is not out yet. It is expected it out in May. Okay. It's called International Women of Color Who Boss Up. Um, it's, a, it's a collaboration of sorts. There's a few of us women who are contributing their own stories. My personal story as well. I go in depth a little bit more about my car accident and how that helped propel my fitness journey. And um, it's, it's women of color. And when we say color, we don't necessarily mean just black or African-American. I mean, anybody that's not white. So um, we have Asian women that's con- contributed to the book, to the book. Um, Indian, as well as Latinos. That's also um, Latinas, I should say, that have contributed their stories to the book. So I'm excited to be a part of this because I've met amazing women um, just like me and are doing their thing. And it's not just fitness. It's um, uh, there's, there's a doctor on the panel. There's a spiritual healer there. And there's from all walks of life. And I'm really excited to be a part of this project and share with everybody the people that I've come to know, as well as my story. So I'm excited about that. And I'm going to have the book on pre-order very, very soon. If you go to my website, cfitcoaching.com, and if you email me, I can also give you more information about the book when it comes out and when the pre-order will be available. That sounds fascinating that you're a woman who's clearly who's found her spark and it's the book is really just going to be a collection of other women who found their spark as well. So yes, another example of like, if I can do this, you can do this too. Yes, absolutely. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. So one last time, let's let people know your, your website and your email if they want to get in touch with you. Okay. My website is cfitcoaching.com. My email address is carmel at cfitcoaching.com. You can find me on Instagram, cfitcoaching, all one word. And so, yeah, so just a rundown of what I do. Like you said, I'm a Beachbody coach. I'm a fitness blogger, soon to be published author. I'm a motivational speaker, marathoner, black belt. And my latest project is Dance walk live so you can find that at dancewalklive.com i am partnered up with another amazing woman together we're doing coaching of sorts and dance walk live it just has to do with movement how we believe that the body is a machine that is meant to move into our 150th birthdays (laughs) and we just encourage it and we just want to have fun on there and just um, share our enthusiasm for health, fitness, and nutrition. You know, I think I may have burned a couple of calories just during this interview. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, then my job is done, Jim. There you go. Her name is Carmel Jean-Francois. Carmel, thank you so much for coming on the show. Jim, thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Thanks for letting me talk about myself for so long. <laughs> thank you. Be a rebel. Follow the show at Sherpolution on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And now it's time for Sherpa Suggestions. This one was an easy one, folks. Since Carmel is a beach body coach, not a trainer, remember, a coach. 
I found that there is an article from blogspot.com on the top Beachbody coaching podcasts. So if you're into Beachbody and you want to really work hard and exercise, maybe you want to check out some of these shows. We have the Team Beachbody Coach Podcast, the Platinum Edge Podcast, Fit Friends Happy Hour, Group Fitness Real Talk, All About Beachbody Coaching, Team Beachbody UK Coach Podcast, and What is Beachbody Coaching? Now, I had a little bit of a problem with this article because it says the top 10 Beachbody Coaching Podcasts, and they only listed seven. I don't know, folks. You fell a little short. You know, I, I know a coach now, you know, and uh, I'm sure I could get Tony Horton after you guys or Sean T. If they find out that you shorted them, they're going to make you drop and give them 20 for 20 seconds. Double time. Go! Once again, a very special thanks to Carmel Jean-Francois for coming on down to the show and sharing a little bit of her information. I really had a lot of fun speaking with her. It was a very interesting conversation that we had. And if you want to get yourself fit, check out her website for C-Fit Coaching. That lady can do the job. She looked fantastic. And, you know, when, when she told me she was in her mid-40s, I was just completely blown away. I thought she was at least about 15 years younger. I'm being completely honest here, folks. So that's certainly a lady who knows how to take care of herself. And I'm sure you would be in good hands if you worked with her. So check it out. Follow her on Instagram if you like. See what happens. Stay fit, everybody. Be healthy. And come on back next week to Too Many Podcasts. And we'll see what's going on. And I'm sure we'll have some more fun and uh, more wonderful guests. Wait, Mystic Bruce, you know, I guess I shouldn't talk about the two-mile walk that I took up Mount Podcastia the other day. Well, that was because Mr. Bruce pushed me off of Mount Podcastia. But we will let that slide for this time. Just this time. Okay, till next time, folks. Viva la share pollution. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Too Many Podcasts. Please disperse. You can go home now. I said you can go home now. Viva la Chapalition! Viva la Chapalition! <coughs> oh. Yell, come back now, you hear? <laughs>